You are listening to Your Blessed Life Podcast, episode number two. Although we may be hoping for an instant miracle, sometimes God's ways are the miracle of transformation that happens along the way in our life. Let the stories and teachings of today's top Christian leaders inspire and move you to releasing God's best for your life. With your host, best-selling author and certified Christian life coach, Jay Marsh. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. Welcome to the show. I'd like to invite you to become part of Bless Nation. So you might be thinking, all right, Jay, what's Bless Nation? Well, Bless Nation is what I lovingly refer to as our community here at Your Blessed Life. And this is a community of like-minded people. They're interested in pursuing God's best for their life. So is that you? Are you interested in, in living a life that's promised to be rich and satisfying? Are you ready to live your life to the fullest? A more abundant life? A life where you don't just survive, but you thrive. If you're even open to the possibility of something bigger, something greater in your life, then it's definitely for you. So, so stop by our website. It's yourblessedlife.com. That's yourblessedlife.com. And join us for regular insights and teaching and resources that I know will bless your life. Come and join Blessed Nation today. Hey there, my name is Jay Marsh, and I am excited to be here with you today. So welcome to Your Blessed Life. And let's get, let's get right to the show. Sometimes in life, we find ourselves standing at a crossroads, a crossroads in life that, well, it'll change everything about our life going forward. Last week in episode one, I shared a time with you when my faith was stretched and, and challenged. As you look at your own life, can you reflect back to a time when, when maybe you found yourself at kind of that sort of intersection of life? An intersection of where your, your past, your present, and your future seem to have all come together at the exact same time. And maybe as you stood there, you thought, I don't know if things will ever be the same. In fact, I feel more like things will never be the same. And I have no idea what's in store for my future. I have no idea how I'm going to make it. And, and maybe you've even felt like there was no hope and that all hope was lost. I hope not, but I know those hard times of when it's really between when our, our faith and our hope, when we're in those in-between times, those hard times of between faith and hope, they're usually very painful. It, it can sometimes feel like it's a, a wait-and-see period when we feel like we're surrounded by uncertainty, and oftentimes we feel like we're in sort of a limbo in life. But the truth of the matter is that we're being positioned for God to do a mighty work in our life. And you're about to see how the perfect ways of God position us for his ultimate good. So in today's episode, we're going to see how the, the hope that we have in Christ is really greater than any challenge that we might face and it's in God's perfect timing that we get to see that hope released and renewed and restored in our life. 
As I shared with you last week, this story, this season in my life, it was a very difficult time. And it, it wasn't just a difficult time for me, but for my family and, and many of the people that were part of my business. This was more than just being in a financial bind or a financial crisis. It was about getting up close and personal about what was most important in my life where I gained my true security and my true strength from. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, episode one, I'd encourage you to go back and check it out, listen to it, and it'll really give you a solid understanding and hopefully a readiness for today's episode on hope. Well, in, in episode one, I took you back to that place, that proverbial intersection in my life. It was back in 2008 where I found myself standing in in the garage with my mom, and we were having this conversation. And I was telling her how my real estate business was crumbling. It was falling apart before my very eyes. And I, I went on to share with you the uncertainty and the fear and even anger that I felt as I, I stood there telling my mom how I was about to lose all three of my development properties to foreclosure. I was broken. I was defeated. And I knew that the worst was yet to come. And that was maybe even the most scary part, but I was scared. And finally, I shared with you that how when I was standing there with my mom and I was, I was, I was crying, I was sobbing, and that I was angry at God. And I, I guess I was angry with him because I was, maybe I was surprised or disappointed that, that God would allow such devastation to rain down on my life and on the people around me. So at that point, we're standing there, my mom, she's pleading with me. She's telling me not to be, or asking me not to be angry, not to be upset, and surely not to be angry with God. She reminded me of his love for me and that he, in fact, had an ultimate plan for my life. And she said, she said, son, please don't lose your faith in him. Don't turn away from him. And, and then I shared with you that the next thing that I said to my mom and, and how it was really the only thing that had any real value of all the things I had set up until that point so I'm standing there talking to her and this, the tears are streaming down my face and I'm, I'm hurt and I'm scared and I'm still pretty upset. But I told my mom, I said, mom, I could never turn away from God because he's all I've got. And it's from this point that me and we, you, that we begin to get on with our life, knowing that there is still plenty of heartache to come, but we begin this meantime as we empty ourselves and we ready ourselves to be filled up by God. So it's in this meantime where we go to work restoring that peace and increasing our strength and regaining our focus. This is the time in life when, when we set our sights on these three pillars that the show is really based on, the pillar of faith, hope, and the promises of God. So back to hope. Hope is that desire. It's that desire for something good in our future. And many times, it's a revealing of a certain hope that becomes our basis for thinking that our ultimate desire may be, in fact, fulfilled. When one of these unveilings of hope happen in our life, it'll give you a sort of a victory. It'll encourage you, and it, it will prepare you to move you to really a higher level of hope. So I had this an unveiling of hope manifest itself in my life over a period of, of years, really. And it was during this foreclosure process that I mentioned to you before with these different development properties that I had. And 
one property in particular, this property was in and out of foreclosure four times. And each and every time it came out of foreclosure, I was mesmerized and my hope was strengthened because it, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. I was busy working, doing the things that I needed to do on my part, but I surely didn't think they were enough. And so each time that property came out of foreclosure, I believe it was by the hand and by the grace of God, because there's no coincidence that just in the nick of time, each and every time for four times, this one property would be spared from foreclosure. And all along the way, I began to trust God more fully because I could see these small unveilings of hope along the way, and they build on each other. I learned that regardless of what happened, he was out in front of me, and he was making a way. And for me, each and every time this property came out of foreclosure, even though it may have been just for a few months before it went back into foreclosure again, my hope was renewed. I truly didn't know where this was all going. And along the way, I became okay with not knowing where this was going because I knew that God was with me. I knew that I was going to be faithful and diligent to the responsibilities that God had given me during this process, but I was, I was willing to leave the outcome in his hands. And so that's just what I did time and time again. I kept believing, I kept persevering. And after six years of these little victories of hope, I got to experience this massive revealing or unveiling of hope. And it showed up in a way that could have only been the hand of God. And what happened as it relates to these four properties or this one particular property that kept going in and out of foreclosure over those four years is I received a purchase contract to finally pay the banknote off. And what was more miraculous is that it closed, this purchase, it closed the exact same day the bank loan was due to the day. I mean, these kinds of hope and victories along the way in our meantime, they're like a, a rain in a, in a dry season. And it's, it's a sign for us to get our hopes up. And when we put our hopes, our trust in God, we aren't just merely hoping like, I, I hope I make it to work on time today, but a deep rooted hope, a biblical kind of hope, even more than a desire for just something good to happen but a confident expectation and desire for something good to happen in our future. This is the kind of hope that can come alongside our faith, joined together, and it says, I am expecting God to do a great and mighty work or great and mighty things in my life. So you might be asking, what makes me so special? And I'm not talking about me, Jay. I'm talking about you. What is it that makes you so special? So special that God would consider, possibly, just maybe, doing such a work in your life. Well, he will, because know that you are a child of God. As a believer in Christ, as a receiver in Christ, you are his child. You are valuable. You are set apart. And God even goes as far to say that you are royalty. When we know who we are, and we know what God's word says about our life, we can have faith. We can find strength to grow that faith. We can have an increased hope for our future, and we can activate those promises of God into our life. So how can we renew our hope in the meantime? Well, 
It goes back to our faith by increasing our faith. When we grow our faith, we activate our hope. When we grow our faith, we activate our hope. I like the way Hebrew 11 verse 1 puts it, and it says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I want to reiterate something to you here. I was believing God for a breakthrough. I was expecting a breakthrough. I was praying for a breakthrough. I was hoping for a breakthrough. I knew that the hope I had in him would show up in a mighty way. Wasn't sure when, wasn't sure how, but I was believing him for it. I just kept persevering in my faith, being diligent to the responsibilities that he had given me, and then being okay with leaving the outcome in his hands. If we go back to, to remember what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4.12, we talked about it last week, where he says, I know what, is, what it is to be in need, and, and I know what it is to have plenty, and I've learned the secret of being content in any and in every situation, whether I'm, I'm fed or whether I'm hungry, whether I, I'm living in plenty or want. Remember when we talked about that last week? For me, once I believed that and I began to live my life in that way, once I let this secret that Paul talks about in Philippians 4.12, when I allowed that to really explode in my life, that's when the breakthrough showed up. Do you remember what the secret that Paul was talking about? It's just in, in the next verse. It's in Philippians 4.13. If you don't remember it from the first episode, I want to challenge you to go and look at it for yourself because I don't want you just to hear it from me. I want you to read it. I want you to receive it. So go check it out. It's in Philippians 4.13. I want you to know the secret for yourself. It's in these waiting periods of life when doubt and fear and uncertainty begin to creep their way into our mind. And we can combat that, though, with this active faith, with an active, well, for me, it was an active prayer life. It was, it was the active faith that prays regularly and an active faith that commits to reading the Word of God regularly. I needed to surround myself with his ways. And for me, that meant the first thing I did each and every morning, I asked the Lord to prepare me in my mind and my body and in my spirit for that day ahead. I prayed privately and I came alongside my spouse and really any other prayer partners that I could team up with along the way. I wanted to have this, this shroud, this hedge of prayer protection around me. And I know for me that this was a time in my life where I needed to release my faith for today, for that day, for each and every day. I want to remind you that God does answer prayers. And, and many times, in order for the answer to show up in our life, it may seem like God's saying, okay, but let's begin the process of receiving this answered prayer by getting you ready to receive those things that you ask for. So although we may be hoping for an instant miracle, sometimes, sometimes I see that it's God's ways are in the miracle of transformation that happen along the way in our life. Sometimes God's ways are the miracle of transformation that happens along the way in our life. So in addition to prayer, I shared with you how I committed to regular and when I say regular, I mean daily reading of the Word of God, realizing that it is in these waiting periods of life when we are the most primed for spiritual learning and growth. Reading the Word of God in these waiting seasons, it, it positions us 
to hear the Holy Spirit speak to us through the to, through this written word like never before, because we're hungry. Our spirit is hungry, and it's desiring to be filled up, and that's why it's so important that we commit to the reading of the word so we're not filled up with the ways of the world, but we're filled up with the ways of the Lord. For me, I was filling my empty self with daily prayer and in this daily reading of the word. It was building me up, and it was preparing me for today. I don't mean today, but I mean the day, whichever day it is, that I am being filled up and reading his word and spending time in prayer with him. And yeah, it could mean today too. It allowed me to look forward to a better tomorrow because I was prepared today. And in being prepared today, I had a hope for a better future for tomorrow. I prepared myself to start hoping again once I strengthened my faith. And the more I talked to God and the more I stayed in his written word, the sooner I could begin to hope again and to recognize that God was in fact doing a work in me and he was preparing me for a better future. A note about this period of building up our faith during the meantime of life, we, we need to remind ourselves regularly of the many rich blessings that we've already experienced, all the things that he's already done in our lives. It's kind of a, a blessing inventory. So take, take a blessing inventory and, and fill your heart with the great, the great things that he's already done and experience the gratefulness and the expectation of even better things yet to come. And when you do this, it will catapult you into your future. And speaking of future, isn't that the whole idea of hope anyway? Hope, our second pillar that comes to our aid when we find ourselves in the meantime of life. When we are in the meantime of life, it, it's just that. It's, it's hope that we hang on to. Hope is really the essence of why we wait during the meantime of life. We wait for the hope of a better future. And with our faith being our foundation, as we build up our faith, it increases our hope, our ultimate hope, our hope in God, our hope that he has a better plan for our future. And there's good news. And praise God, because he does. He does, in, in fact, have a better plan for our future. In Hebrews, the sixth chapter, verses 11 and 12, it says it this way, the full assurance of hope until the end, that you may not be sluggish by imitators of those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. The full assurance of hope all the way until the end. I don't know where you are in the journey of your life, and I don't know what kind of challenges you might be facing. And as you know, for me, in this particular story, it was a financial challenge. For you, it, it may be something different. It may be the same. I don't know. It could be related to your health, your marriage, a loss of a job or business or a loved one. I, I pray that it's nothing to that degree. But I know that whether it is big or whether it's small, whatever it is that we go through in our life, whatever time of need or whatever time of want, as the Apostle Paul says, remember, when you put your hope in the Lord, it is God that shows up to strengthen you. It is God that lifts you up. It is God that blesses you in ways that you could never imagine. Where faith, hope, and the promises of God come together in a way that release God's best for your life. I am excited and grateful during our time together on this show. It's an honor really to be your guide and your teacher and your coach as we move down the path of your blessed life. So, Bless Nation, if you've enjoyed this show, I want to ask you to do me a, a huge favor. Would you leave us a review? 
And if you're listening in iTunes, just simply go into the iTunes store and click on the search icon and type in your blessed life. And you'll see the cover art. I just click on ratings and review and then click write a review. And from there, tap on the number of stars that you want to rate the show and then write up your review. And I want to thank you in advance for doing that for us, for taking the time to rate and review the show. It means a lot to us. And Bless Nation, I want to thank you for tuning into the show today. I'm grateful that you got to spend this time with me, whether you're on the treadmill or running down the street or driving in the car or doing stuff around the house, whatever you may be doing. I'm grateful that you spent this time with us today. And I look forward to sharing the the next episode with you. If you haven't already, I, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the show. When you hit that subscribe button, you'll be ready to receive the next episode just as soon as it comes out. So please subscribe today. And speaking of the next episode, this is where I dive into the final pillar. This next episode, episode number three, is that final pillar of your blessed life. And that's the pillar of promise. It's the final piece of the story where you'll get to see how big and how awesome your hope for the future should actually be. And I can't wait to share it with you. So remember, until then, God loves you and he wants to bless you.